Welcome to the System to Success show. On this show, we'll cover the best growth advice from top CEOs in North America and beyond. On each episode, your host, Jay Crutchfield, he's a former software engineer turned entrepreneur, created and maintained online marketing, online sales, and fulfillment systems for global brands. He offers non-traditional wisdom about business systems mastery, while his guests share the story of how they built their companies. Jay and his guests talk entrepreneurship, digital marketing, strategy, and business principles. But they also talk about what it means to be human with all the ups and downs, advances, and setbacks. And what he does is he takes his information and strategies that has helped catapult global brands and brings that to the small business owner to give them the advantage. Make sure to subscribe and follow for more of these business system mastery too. Like, okay, Terry really cares uh, about me. And so I'm going to pay more attention to what she's saying because she spent that time with me. Right. Yes. So it really is about that. This is what I'm saying. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's it's about the folks who hire you and the people who are in the audience. Mm-hmm. When I, I didn't mean you, Jay. I'm talking about us yes. in general. Yes, yes, yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like so not not you, Jay, but yes, yes. So so Terry, how how did you? Uh, I guess what what inspired you to become a professional speaker? or even who okay (laughs) I have the heart of a teacher I have the heart of a teacher I have since I was a little kid and my passion is really working with leaders and helping leaders be the best that they can be so that they can then influence the people that they work with and bring out the best in their people I have worked with a lot of not so nice folks and I saw how they decimated the culture and I saw how they um, really sucked the life out of some folks who didn't deserve what they got. And I've also seen leaders who lift their people up and they're very gifted and they really know how to be what I, what, um, I call the corporate mystic. You know, mm. Jay Hendricks uh, wrote a wonderful book uh, many years ago, and that's actually what spurred me to create my leadership center. And so when I speak, I speak because I have something to share. I have a message to share. And it's always been about being true to yourself and learning. It's about constant learning, learning about yourself so that you can connect better and communicate better with others. Learning about your leadership styles so that you can influence and work with other people in their leadership styles. Learning about how, you know, what is important to you and how you can bring out what is important to other people in the workplace. Uh, that's one of the things with comp programs, for example. Uh, some comp programs in the workplace don't, um, gift programs don't work because they haven't asked the employees what it what kind of gift do they really want you know what is it that's important to them and it may be as easy as an extra few hours uh, to be able to come in earlier or yes come in earlier to be able to leave earlier so that somebody can go see their kid's soccer game Mm -hmm. you know 
So it's about intuition. And these are the, a lot of this stuff hasn't been taught. And when I was teaching it in my leadership center, I was somewhat ahead of my time. Now, I truly believe that leaders are beginning to get it, that it's important to listen to those of us who've been there, done that, and really know how to bring out the best in, in yourself and in your folks and burnout. I burned out multiple times. So that's why I teach the message of resilience because I don't want other leaders to go through what I went through. I lost my health. I lost my business. My kids saw me laying on the couch in a fetal position, exhausted all the time. Who wants that? So I learned what I needed to learn for myself so that I could share it with others because I have the gift of being able to speak. And actually we all do it, just having the courage to be able to do it. Wow, so you touched on so many good points uh, right there, Terry, and I'm thinking like, man, where, which one should I pick from? Um, I'm, I'm curious to find out uh, more about, you, you spoke about the, the two types of leaders, the one who drains uh, their team and, and zaps the life out of them. And then the, the, the leader that you, you phrase is that corporate mystic who builds up his, his team. And so could you talk more about, you know, that person that may be the, that person that's sucking the life out of their team? Yeah. Like, you know, how, what are some things that they can do to make sure that they start to, to reflect and then build up their team? Okay. May I create a picture yes. to help illustrate this? And I call it the waterfall principle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Imagine two waterfalls. One, two. Water can be destructive and it can be healing. Can it not? Yes. Okay. So in waterfall number one, the client is at the top of the waterfall and the employee is at the bottom. So in this scenario, the employee is forced to go up the waterfall to reach the client. How does that feel, Jay? Pressure. Yeah. Resistance going up hill. Mm -hmm. And lots of stress. Mm -hmm. Salmon going upstream ends up dying or getting eaten by bears. People are tired. They're exhausted. And that's what happens when a corporation puts the client first. It's a customer first, client first centric company. Okay. The employees are just a commodity. People don't really care about their employees. They're just a tool to get to whatever goal the, uh, the folks at the top want. Mm -hmm. Let's go to waterfall number two. Waterfall number two, it's reversed. The employee is at the top and they're receiving the phenomenal customer service that the clients are receiving in waterfall number one. So receiving that number, that kind of service where the, you feel valued, where when your feet hit the floor in the morning, you're running to go to work because you love it so much. You're willing to serve. You're willing to be there. You're, you're great at doing your job because People, it's what I call, uh, it's intuitive leadership, but it's called thrill, trust, honor, respect, integrity, loyalty, and love a fellow man. 
Mm. It's a very honest culture. It's created in a way that feedback is given in a very positive way. People trust each other and work with each other very well. That kind of culture, just imagine the employees at the very top and then the waterfall, that waterfall, that energy feeding the customers and the clients. Mm. It's huge and it feels good. And that's where water is healing. Water is destructive in the first waterfall. Water is healing in the second waterfall. And a classic company that is really works beautifully with that illustration is Southwest Airlines. I love Southwest Airlines. People treat me like gold when, I, when I'm in, on Southwest. And recently, uh, my husband and I went to Hawaii and I had to fly a different airline, which broke my heart. I felt, I felt like I was, uh, uh, oh, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, being dishonoring Southwest because I was flying another airline. But they weren't going there at the time. I mean, they will be soon, but they weren't going there. So this airline that I flew, I was like, oh, I walked in. And Southwest, when you walk into their airplane, they greet you like they're greeting you into their home. This other airline, it was like I was just a job. I was just one of the many people, yeah, 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 go, you know. And even watching me, who is the people watcher, watching the flight attendants doing their job, it was I have to do the job versus I want to do the job. With Southwest, those flight attendants want to do the job. You can feel it. They're fantastic. On this other airline, ugh, and it, it just was, it was efficient, but there was very low energy. Okay. Sounds like it wasn't welcoming. Yeah. No, it wasn't at all. It wasn't at all. So Southwest emulated it, and the other one emulated Waterfall number one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I, I won't ask what airline that was. <laughs> I would tell you. <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> uh, just, just had to throw that in there uh, for the side. So, what I, I would ask this other question on, on just the you spoke about just telling that authentic uh, story. So, how do you start to like write down things in a way where you're you're telling your story in a way that's like helpful to the audience and like more strategic uh, versus like recalling um, recalling an, uh, a sequence of events and including stuff that's not necessary uh, for the message. Okay, I'm gonna. I like to walk you through. Uh, a talk that I gave in October, it was a tandem talk. I was actually speaking with someone else. And I think that'll shed light on what you're talking about. First of all, uh, I was invited to do a, a talk for Dare to Lead for the business forum in Doral, Florida with a very, very wonderful friend of mine, Lou B. And it was the very first time that we were doing a tandem talk. We spent two hours on the phone crafting our talking points what talking point do we want? What is the outcome that the presenters want? What is the whole focus of this thing? So we're asking open-ended questions. Each of us had a whiteboard. 
uh, and I, I mean, she was in Florida, I was up here in Rhode Island. We each had a whiteboard. We were writing things down. We were literally just masterminding this thing. And that's what you need to do for yourself. What are your talking points? What do you want to touch on? What is the goal? And we had 45 minutes and we broke it up into specific segments. And we, what we did was uh, the PowerPoints were not meant to have everything on it. We memorized our talking points and the PowerPoints were beautiful, beautiful pictures that led us from one topic to the next. And we, because we practiced so much, we knew who was going to take the floor and who was going to take a, set, a seat back, okay? We did this 45-minute talk and people were coming up to us afterwards asking us how many years had we been speaking together. Mm. And it's because in our own right, we're professional speakers, mm -hmm. but we practiced and practiced. Mm -hmm. Our talking points were clear. The PowerPoint complemented our talk versus being the talk, mm -hmm. okay? And we trusted each other. It's about trusting yourself. It's about uh, really connecting with who you are and what your message is. And Luli and I were, were two different generations. And we spoke about the same topic from our generation's perspective, bringing it together because there were all generations in the room. And we were speaking mostly about leadership and resilience. And it worked out beautifully, but you have to do your homework. You've got to prepare. You have to know your talking points. You've got to get the outcome from the organizer. What is it that you're looking for? Hmm. Wow. I, one thing that I continually hear uh, during our conversation is just to prepare, prepare, prepare. Make sure you know what you're talking about. And even with that, uh, tandem talk is the conversation you had um, just preparing and yeah. rehearsal and rehearsing and so it, it sounds like you guys just put so much work into it that it flowed well yes it did during during the time and mm -hmm. so wow that's that's really that's really powerful so uh man <laughs> that's 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 really interesting too on that side of like the speaking in tandem with somebody. So have you done that previously uh, to Not that? Not like talk? that. Wow. <laughs> Not like that. Mm -hmm. But again, we trusted each other so much mm -hmm. and we respect each other so much mm -hmm. that it was easy. And we both know our topics so very, very well. It was really easy. It was a lot of fun too. And I, I want to say we put in total, it was only about four hours of prep time. Oh, wow. It really wasn't all that much. Um, she created the, she's a marketer, so she created the slides for us. We practiced once on the webinar, uh, once on Zoom, and once the, they were done, and we laid out going through Zoom who was going to do what and who was going to talk about what. And when we were in the room, we practiced on stage. Uh, we practiced twice because there were some complications there. And it worked out great. It really did. That's nice. Wow. So, so Terry, what's, what's your 
now? What's your, your vision for your speaking career at the point you're at right now? Well, I am looking to speak on stages where I can talk with leaders who really want to make a difference, who really want, you know, I have a socially conscious business that we are finally, after 15 years, creating called Smile Initiative. And it really has become my why. Hmm. And the smile, SMILE stands for Strategies for Management, Intuitive Leadership, and Education. And it's about helping to ensure that there is food on the table. Food on the table for uh, where um, my business is intuitive leadership, as you know. Hmm. So a portion of everything that I do with intuitive leadership goes to food banks. Hmm. Whereas Smile Initiative, it's working with sponsors and growing startup companies, socially conscious companies, and working with leaders who are interested in working and coming to leadership retreats where we work together to craft and help our communities create programs to help our rising entrepreneurs to be the best that they can be so they can put food on the table. Hmm. Uh, that's really a big deal for me because um, I see some of these hungry kids and it's just not the kids, it's their, fa it's their families. And how can we help families support themselves in a way that is powerful, that is positive, where their self-esteem is raised and intact and that that's really where i'm going with what i'm doing so the stages are, i i'm looking for are to speak on stages where we have leaders who want to work want to learn about the the um, the waterfall principle who really want to engage in positive communication want to learn about resilience want to be the best that they can be for themselves so that they can elevate their own employees and it becomes a waterfall. It just keeps one layer keeps feeding the next and the next and the next and the next. Wow. Wow. Terry, that's, that's really, that's really powerful. Uh, just how you're, you're focusing so much on helping other people in as your, your driving force mm -hmm. of why you do what you do. And so I know you, you definitely have a, a heart for people and you definitely have a heart of a, of a speaker and and a, a teacher uh, also from our thank conversations you. uh so yes i really appreciate that i just want to say thank you thank you for just just being you and, and just being authentic uh in our conversation thank you for that thank Jay. you thank you very much yes and so one one last uh question and one last thing is um what last advice or what advice would you give that aspiring speaker that may be struggling to just uh, define their message and be, you know, trusting of themselves to be vulnerable when they're speaking? Remember I was talking about the practicing? Yes. Look in your local community for organizations that bring in free speakers. Ask for feedback on your speech. Ask for feedback on your message. 
you've got the rotaries, you have the chambers, on and on and on and on. Speak for free in the very beginning. Um, and when you speak for free, one of the, th you know, there's two ways of looking at, at the speaking industry. There's the paid speaking, of course, and the free speaking. And I know there are speakers who still speak for free, but their back of room sales are so hot. They actually make more than they do from the, what they would be paid. So they prefer to speak for free. So it's really a, a personal thing uh, on which way you want to go. And just know that when you are authentic and in integrity with your message, things will begin to unfold from an attraction perspective, from a magnetic perspective. When you ask for guidance, when you ask for referrals, if you know of anyone who would love to hear this message or would like to hear this message, love can be a strong word sometimes, but would like to hear this message, please think of me or, or refer me. I would love to be able to connect with them. Ask for the referral. Beginning speakers forget to do that oftentimes. I did. I kept forgetting all the time. It drove me crazy. I walked back going, ah, I forgot to ask again. For crying <laughs> out loud. <laughs> you know. Oh, I did. Um, any mistake somebody could make, I made it, believe me. And, and recognize that there's going to be times when things are going to be quiet, and there's a reason for that. There is a time when your speaking is going to, you know, wow, I don't have a lot of speaking engagements. I don't have a lot of this. Sometimes that's the universe's way of saying, it's time to look within and perhaps elevate your message. It's time for you to take some time off and regroup. Um, listen to those times and then ratchet up again after, after a bit with a renewed focus and by listening to what's really going on inside of your heart. To speak for the sake of speaking and making money, but to speak for the sake of making a difference, the money will follow. Now, Terry, that's tweetable right there. I, 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 I wanted to go ahead and, and post that on, on social media. That's, that's really good. Awesome, Terry. Terry, it's been such a pleasure uh, speaking with you today. Thank you. And uh, for for those speakers and those uh, leaders that may want to connect with you and learn more about your offerings, where should they go? They can find me at www.intuitiveleadership.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, Terry Wildeman, that's T-E-R-R-Y-W-I-L-D-E. M-A-N-N. -N. No R. <laughs> Somebody else. Terry Wildeman. You can find me on Facebook, Terry Wildeman also. And I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm all over social media. Okay. Awesome. Well, Terry's been such a pleasure connecting with you. And I look forward to connect with, connecting with you again in the future. Thank you. It was a pleasure.